0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Grunge podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Jai. Hey. Okay, this is weird because we did, we recorded this movie already like two years ago. It was one of our first, uh, one of the early episodes, I think.
1: It was one of the earliest, yeah. Yeah.
0: And we had all these weird audio issues. I think it's two separate files. It's all weird and wonky. So we're like, okay, we need to redo the talented Mr. Ripley, but we have to wait because we just recorded it. So we weren't just doing it over again for no reason. So now we are back doing the talented Mr. Ripley round Finally. two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause we liked this movie and we were just like, I don't want to do it right away. So it's an
1: amazing wait. movie. Like, I think it's just felt weird to do it right after we did it because it was quite painful. Like mm-hmm. I actually really liked what we talked about the first time around, but he kept, the connection was terrible. So we, it, i think i keep getting disconnected or something so um,
0: i'm gonna try to go through i'll try to go through the file and um on patreon or something i'll put it up like if you really want to know <laughs> like if there was anything cool and i can clip it together then i'll try to like put it up somewhere Maybe i don't
1: know i feel like you so long ago that it's kind of fine to do it again but
0: yeah there might be something that i'm i'm sure i'm gonna miss this Maybe. time around like i'm Maybe sure there is <laughs> Yeah. But um yeah this is 1999 directed by Anthony Mangella who um, unfortunately passed away in 2008. So sad. He was yeah, he's so born in 1954. Young. Yeah, I know, right? He was and, like in his 50s, right? Mhm. Yeah. And his son is the actor Max Minghella, who I really like a lot. Um, you may know not you as in you personally but like other people people may know him now. He's in The Handmaid's Tale. Um, yeah, I don't watch
1: that, so yeah, I don't know who he is.
0: Oh, um, yeah, he's in this really funny, uh, movie called I believe it's called Art School Confidential. It's like this indie. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up because if he's not in it, I'm gonna lose my mind because I had this on DVD. He isn't it. Okay. <laughs> I was like it's that movie. Um it's really funny. It's only 2006. It's it's like a weird movie, but he's in Yeah, if you just like Google him, I, you probably have seen him in something. Um cuz he is he is English, so maybe yeah, he's been no, in something he maybe in England.
1: Been, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I just didn't when I look him up. I did see that he um he's an like his son is an actor like, when I was mm-hmm. looking up the I mean, I already remember vaguely kind of about um the director because he did like the English patient and yeah. I love that
0: film so like uh, he really won good. I think an Oscar
1: yeah that movie won a lot yeah yeah
0: I I think I got 10 minutes in and I was like nah
1: oh really it's yeah, great not
0: for me <laughs> like, oh. yeah that's not for- there's a actually really funny Seinfeld about that speaking I of Seinfeld that. there's another Seinfeld cameo in this movie too but um yeah it's it's actually right Mm -hmm. at the end yeah um yeah it's really funny there's an entire episode about how elaine is like forced to watch the english patient and she hates it and she's like forced to like pretend to like it and then eventually she snaps (laughs) she's like i hate it really funny yeah um yeah no that's just like not not for me (laughs) not at all um but yeah so he won an oscar for that he also was nominated for the screenplay for talented mr ripley
1: yeah, I which mean, I
0: cool. it's
1: amazing that he wrote and directed, but, I mean, both based on a on a novel, right?
0: Mm-hmm. A series of novels. It's,
1: yeah, series. Yeah, because they did other films about it later, which I never
0: watched. No, yeah, I haven't seen them either. Yeah. There's, the novels are by Patricia Highsmith. This movie or this book came out in '55, I believe. So this is yeah yeah, the time that it takes place in is like the current time when it was released, which yeah. is really cool. So um, cool.. The second one was called Ripley's Game in 2002, and John Malkovich played an older version of Tom Ripley. Um, and there was a series that was ordered for Showtime called Ripley, but I'm not sure if that was ever released or I mm-hmm. it's not on now. So I didn't hear anything about it, but what was your first impression? Like, when did you first see this movie? It's ninety nine. So it's a yeah,
1: I, wa- I watched this when it came out.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah.
1: No, it's. I mean, I I I loved it. It's such a, a great psychological thriller. I feel like are not really many. You know what I mean? I feel like the night you you kind of that was like really popular in the nineties. I feel mm-hmm. like that genre of films, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Matt Damon is incredible. I obviously love, you, love. and I mean, who else can and, play that? <laughs> right, I feel like, I mean, I've never been, like, a huge, like, Wyneth Paltrow fan, but no, um, no. I, I would have liked to see Kate Blanchett play her role instead. And yeah, I do you know like
0: I, mean? I do like her, Kate Blan I do like the way Kate Blanchett plays Meredith. She's
1: amazing. Well she I love her. I think she's an incredible actress, and I always find her like I think she's just so beautiful.
0: Um She looks very like Grace Kelly. Yeah. She, she looks does. very like old, like Hollywood, Probably. like 50s Hollywood. Like she was in the aviator, right? Wasn't yeah. She, um, she's
1: been in so many movies, but I think it's just the way she carries herself, also. I'm not talking about just when she acts, but off screen like she's very much like very poised and like elegant I just love that about her you know
0: what I mean Australian or English no she's English oh okay for some reason I thought she was Australian because she reminds me of so many of the Australian actresses are so similar like she reminds me so much of Nicole Kidman yeah I I wonder if it's their acting style or I wonder if they grew up not grew up together but like studied under the same oh she is australian oh she is i, I knew it yeah well, she carries herself did
1: she have, when did she go to uk you think
0: um let me because see she was born in Ivanhoe, australia let's see if she moved to the uk like she
1: sure like in,
0: she must have because uh, oh it's so funny that her dad is from texas
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that is kind of insane actually
0: yeah. um let's see she no she went to school in melbourne and 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 college in Melbourne too. Yeah, no, she's she's Australian. Um,
1: mm-hmm. she
0: probably plays a lot of English roles. She does. so, yeah, so she does Nicole does. Kidman. Like, I feel like it's they all kind of carry themselves in that same way. And like Nicole Kidman does, uh, Naomi Watts does. Like, and they're all blonde. They right. all kind of look similar. But I feel like,
1: but Kate has like more of an English accent than the other two. Like, I mean, even oh in other... real life, yeah.
0: Oh, I've only heard her with her Australian... Well, I watched a documentary about it and she had an Australian Oh, you Australian did? Oh, accent. cool. Yeah, um, but she's played Elizabeth. That's how she kind of got this role, was mm-hmm. because like he saw her in Elizabeth, that title role. But well,
1: she's just been cool. in so many movies and in... A- really huge ones too,
0: but... Oh, yeah. I
1: think she's, like, one of, like, up there with, like, some of the best actresses, to be
0: honest. Like, oh, she is, yeah. Lord of the Rings. I forgot she's in that.
1: And it's just every role that she plays is just always mm-hmm. amazing. Even when they're more, like, like commercial films, like, Hannah. Did you watch that one?
0: No, what is that? I've never heard of it Oh, so good. Hannah? Okay. Like, the name?
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Name,
1: I think that you... I mean, I hope that you like it. I yeah it's it's a really cool movie i definitely will be up um to do it like oh uh, let's see oh
0: 2011
1: it's like this kind of teenage assassin it's really cool it's very much like inspired by mikita remember nikita mm-hmm. yeah shape. yeah but it's like a teenager
0: oh wow okay 2011 oh, eric banna where's he been yeah oh, he's so hot i
1: always oh, like, I
0: loved him I don't get
1: it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to fancy him so much. And is he English or no? No, he's not. I think he's oh. like, yes, yeah, something like, I don't know, American? South African or Australian. No, he's not American.
0: Oh, oh okay. He's not American. Okay. No.
1: Um, oh, he's Australian. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking he was something like that. Oh, definitely not English, but the soundtrack for that film is so cool. It's like Chemical Brothers.
0: Like- oh, neat. Oh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime and Hulu, apparently. I mean, I really cool. like it. it's more like I'm a dog river. sitting, so I will put it on my list <laughs> to watch cool. while I'm dog sitting next week. There's so much to like randomly do. And yeah, we gotta do something for also sign up for our Patreon, five dollars a month. We're doing cool shit over there. What I don't know what we're gonna do next week. We just did the doors, which that'll be up by the time you hear this, but the doors movie. But I don't know what we're gonna do next week. I kinda wanna do like the Guns and Roses behind the music documentary. Oh, I, I would love to love it so much.
1: Okay, wait, great. Wait, <laughs> cool,
0: yeah, okay. It's, it's like, super easy to find. But, yeah, and I just how love them. Every we get
1: to talk about them, I like, Axel. And, like,
0: flash. Yeah, like, I have so many fashion notes about them. Um, cool. All right, so I saw this movie, too, around when it came out. I was in high school. Uh, I've probably seen it, what, like, ten times? Wow. I've
1: seen yeah, it quite seen a lot. I've seen it, like, about five times, Yeah.
0: I've seen it quite a lot. I, I just, I mean, it's Jude Law. He's the only one I care about. I don't care about Matt Damon. I feel like his, he was really good in it, but I feel like his role could have be easily been interchanged with mm. another actor who's really good, but I feel like no one else could play Dickie but Jude Law. Totally. No, no, I no one. With you. Um, well, same i with Glenn. think Matt Poucher. Damon
1: was just so hot at the moment, at that time. Mm-hmm, because yeah. Because in the, what, what did he do Goodwill that? Good Will Hunting? That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just on that. So. Yeah, I mean he's great, but yeah, Law is like who
0: else? Like who? Literally who else?
1: And also, uh, Freddie,
0: you know? Oh yes, That was my literal note. More Freddie. I wish there was more Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's just
1: so brilliant. (laughs) I love, love his character. I love the way he talks and how he's like, Mm -hmm. me 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 me, like Mm -hmm. oh, he's just very funny and one of those people that if you met him if you met that character in real life you fucking hate him you know he's oh, so yeah. not,
0: like, my kind of, my kind of person but he's so obnoxious he's, he's so like wealthy obnoxious um, I,
1: I just met so many people like that like so many boys like that and it's just like gosh yeah
0: like it's gross that they're away from me yeah it's really it really sucks that they exist like people like that are real
1: oh yeah it's so real
0: yeah. It's gross. Um, That literally was my note. Love the movie, want more Freddy. I would literally watch a whole series of like Freddy and Dickie, like just tooling around Europe for a summer. I, like, know. I would watch a whole series about that. Well,
1: <laughs> like, that's the thing. This movie has such great actors, you know. It's also like what makes it, like, it really does make all the difference, you know, because you could have like a really great story. But if you had like a couple of actors that are just not great, like, it it does, I don't know oh totally like the film like we were talking about this in the doors like uh Mike ryan like mm-hmm. gosh that was painful no you know?
0: yeah that was a bad when, especially
1: when it's like one of them kind of prominent characters in the story you know
0: there were a lot of weird there were a lot of like weird uh like weird casting choices oliver stone does a lot of weird casting mm-hmm. i feel like but yeah, Meg Ryan was definitely just odd.
1: And for the casting director to be said, yeah, she was not my cho- first choice, and but the director wanted her, so... I
0: mean. Yeah, that also is really interesting when you don't get... like It, it kind of sucks, too, that I wonder who gets the say, because sometimes the studios want certain people to head up the movie because they think it's going to make the money, but what if the director is like, no...
1: But that's the thing. Directors can be quite difficult, and so if they they're not happy with their casting director's choice, they, they definitely don't have the last say for the most part. You know, especially Oliver Stone, because
0: he's so huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, it must be the worst when you're like an independent director, and you're like, you know, I think they always say. Um, I've heard on some interviews with like you know directors and things like that, they always say, you know, give me your. If you say I want like let's say I want Val Comer to play Jim Morrison and they're like okay well give us four like we need four people and usually when they do that and they know what your first choice is like you hardly ever get the first choice because they just kind mm-hmm. of are like okay give us like other options and if you're like no there is no other option I want Val Comer to play Jim Morrison like you know they what if they don't want it and the studio is like no we don't want it mm-hmm. like we don't do it you know like there's so much back and forth Yeah. I guess so, you know I'm unless you're you, like something and you can probably do whatever you want mm. yeah it must be so weird just to start out and be like okay you know I, I really want this person but I compromise can't compromise so much yeah you're vegan yeah. yeah which is like yeah it's crazy um let's see I already have that he had a oh yeah fucking a. I can't believe he didn't win the Oscar for screenplay
1: I know I, that I, was, guess, was really I guess that was a tough year I think Who else? I'm trying to think what else came out that year
0: 99. Let's see. I'm going to do some live Googling right here. Nominees and winners. Yeah. Who won the best adapted screenplay? Because that would be... Oh, wait. I think it would be... Not 99. It would be 2000 because it's the year after. The year before is when uh, Gwyneth Paltrow won the Oscar for Shakespeare in Love. Well, so that's, that's why. That's yeah, she why she got yeah, noticed yeah. for this, um, which is insanity because i definitely don't think she deserved an oscar for that
1: i totally agree with you
0: um but you know whatever um let's see oh god oh that's the year that american beauty and kevin spacey won Mm, for um best actor and michael Caine won for supporting oh that's also the year that angelina jolie won for um girl interrupted
1: yeah, good year. Like those it, was good, yeah, it was a good year. It was a tough out. year. Yeah.
0: And John Irving won for adapted screenplay for The Cider House Rules. So that's who won. Okay. Well, Which I don't know if I've ever... I've heard of it, but I, I think that's from Toby Maguire. I've never seen it. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. No. Um. Okay, cool. So, behind the scenes... Not
1: lots of, like, a few, but nothing really that interesting. I mean... I've got Matt Damon lost 30 pounds for this role, which I don't really understand.
0: I don't either. He's always been kind of small. I know. And Yulo put on weight. That's weird too,
1: because he was super thin. He was super thin, yeah. Um, I think it's just really funny that, like... 30 pounds?
0: That's a lot. Oh, was he that big? That is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. He got huge for Born Identity. That was only like two or three years later. yeah i think the first I think one. The thing I, yeah
1: i don't remember him being that big but who knows i mean
0: i remember when that came out do you remember when the born identity came out i was like matt damon what
1: yeah i know i was sure that i was too, like wait this is really, great like, i really like that <laughs> yeah movie. oh yeah
0: i love the. i love really great yeah. yeah yeah but i was so surprised when i first heard that it was him i was like matt damon really he's such a bookish guy you know like he's not a spy and then I saw the first one in the theater, and I was like, holy shit, he's so good. <laughs> like, Yeah,
1: I no, I know. Really Me too. Like yeah, it's cool. I mean, I guess because we're, we're so used to seeing, like, just really beautiful, super attractive male playing kind of those roles. And he's not that, you know?
0: Who, Matt Damon? Yeah. Yeah, not, I don't think he is. He's not a honk at all, know.
1: but this is he why I think like it's him. cool. Yeah, I mean, I like him as an actor, but I don't fancy him.
0: No, but I think people like fancy him. Oh, right. Like, really? I think in the 90s, he was like a bit, him and Ben Affleck. I don't, I mean, they're not at the level of like a Brad Pitt heartthrob, but, but they were, I mean, they were like talked about. Like, people, you know, mm. women liked them and thought they were attractive. I guess. never really got it, but I mean, Ben Affleck is a, uh, he, I mean, he, we could do a whole fucking episode about, it. I don't even know what the deal is with him, but, but yeah, I, I never saw it. I don't get mm. it um it's just yeah. strange okay. but yeah they they just they look so funny together because he's like so much smaller than him
1: i know he, like, he's
0: it is yeah. funny when they were on jimmy kibble and like <laughs> ben Affleck like wore matt damon as like a backpack
1: he oh him, my like, god
0: coat. it was really funny because like jimmy kimmel has a gag that he hates matt damon so yeah like, i remember yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> it's really I, funny I that he like had him in the front i was like wow he is small if ben affleck literally walked out in a coat like ben affleck is quite you, big huge he's i i didn't realize how big he was until i i think i saw him against matt damon like recently and i was like holy shit he's like Seven or eight inches taller than you, like, It's nuts. He's, he's yeah. nuts. It's really crazy. It's just nuts. Oh yeah, what else did you find out? Um,
1: so actors considered for the role of oh, yeah. Mr. Ripley, kind of funny, but of course, Tom Cruise. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, I think no. wanted Tom Cruise. I I agree. No, I don't see that. I
0: don't see it. No, um, but I don't know. Tom Cruise is. I mean, we all know how I feel about Tom Cruise. He's a bit of a dark horse. I feel like we say that and I feel like we, we fall into the interview with a vampire trap because they all said totally. that. And you know, and then they saw his read and they were like, shit. So I kind of think that like we think that maybe he couldn't do it, but I feel like he might have been able to. We just don't maybe. really know. I just
1: can't see it. I can't
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't see, see, it. see it. Not with Jude uh, Law. I can't no, see them I, together. Yeah, me neither,
1: no. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Christian Bale and Edward Norton were considered... <laughs>
0: I know. Okay, now I I see again, all the
1: hot actors of that time, of mm-hmm.
0: course, yeah. Leo. I feel like I can see Leo. I could see Leo. I
1: could see Leo. No, nope, Christine Bale or Edward Norton.
0: I could, okay, out of the two, Bale or Norton, I could see. Edward. Uh, yeah, I yeah. was going to say, Bale, I don't know if I could, I don't know. Because this is also the same year or around the same time that Bale ended up Tied up with American Psycho. Because you remember he didn't do any projects for like nine months? Yeah, he didn't because he was waiting, and yeah. this was probably near around that time that he was being thrown around for it. He did just did Velvet Goldmine, like right before this. That was ninety eight. So I'm yeah, I don't know if I could see him doing that like psycho type behavior, but then of course he did it later as Patrick Bateman. So I, I mean, he probably it was different. Yeah,
1: it. I mean, he probably could do it. I guess.
0: He can do anything. Like Christian Bale kind of sort of can do anything. I feel like Norton, he just done what he did Fight Club around this time. So he would have probably had to choose. I'm assuming they're around the same time. I'm
1: happy that he chose um,
0: Fight Club. Oh, definitely. Another homoerotic movie for another one. (laughs) It's like choose one, one or the other. But um yeah, I'm glad
1: but it's he quite did. funny. I'm glad um,
0: I'm glad he did Fight Club too.
1: And Julo was sent to Naples to get at Santan <laughs> and learn sailing in preparation for the movie. Oh how he terrible! He is so can. I mean, <laughs> how awful! Also, that is I had to say the thing about Julo is like, considering he's English, he's always had such amazing like. Not tan, but he's just got like olive skin. So like mm-hmm. when he tans, it's nice. It's not red, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just
0: looks so beautiful in this film. It's just like I don't. I I I told a story about I don't know whatever movie we did that I told the story. You did told oh, Yeah, you, you told the story
1: in another podcast. But yeah, I forgot yeah, what movie we did. It, I think,
0: um, God, he is just like just like a short version of it. I saw him in real life and met him on the set of Alfie. He's a hologram. He's even more beautiful standing in front of you than he is on screen, if it's possible. I probably would have like walked in traffic and not even known because I like turned around and was just like, what? <laughs> like, it's kind of insane. He actually is Dickie. I think <laughs> I'm, mean, I think he, that's probably why the director was like, there was no one else. Like who, you know, who else could play this role, but like a super charming, like intoxicating kind of guy that you just want to be around and you just want to be and who doesn't want to be jude law <laughs> that's oh, what he yeah said.
1: and that's like the thing I he's super him. humble yeah i mean my partner also had an experience with him where he went to like some bar and like they had like pool tables and stuff and he was playing pool and he was just really nice really humble really down to earth really it's just so cool. cool and even like my my husband is like yeah he's just like such a beautiful man <laughs> he has,
0: like a man crush on him. <laughs> Yo, know, what? Yeah, I was gonna say like so so he's appealing to men too. Then he's not one of those like I don't know. Oh, I know, yeah, like, guys no, like, Brad like, Pitt's yeah, another one. I totally. think the guys have like hall passes for. Mm-hmm. They would like I would cheat on my like wife or girlfriend with Brad Pitt. <laughs> like so many guys are like yeah. yeah he's beautiful. We we all know, like we all see that. And
1: my last it's one like, is mm-hmm. just that he broke his rave what shooting the boat scene where they're like how kind of insane fighting which obviously makes sense because it's quite intense i mean i don't even know how they did it to shoot that
0: you know it made me nauseous i like texted you i was like that little boat when he's like rocking it back and forth that little like rowboat <laughs> I and heard. Matt Damon's like, no, stop. Oh my god, Dickie, stop. I was like, I would have done the same thing. He was like screaming, like, no, stop doing this. No, oh, but
1: that fight and like where he is killed, he's so violent and so it's like. My favorite intense. scene
0: in like the whole movie.
1: It's so I, intense. I,
0: I love. I love when I just love when um Dickie just snaps and he's just like, You're just like so annoying. You're like this leech, Dickie, 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 and he like I totally love- loses it. Like, well, yeah. I actually yeah, but it's
1: terrifying when, once, like, uh Tom hits him in the head, you see the fucking blood splash, oh, yeah. and like, you're like, like, how like, is he not dying? Like he's actually, he kind of, like, starts fighting, you know, like, punching mm-hmm. and stuff, I'm like, how does he have the strength where he's literally bleeding to death,
0: you know? It's literally the same, it's really funny too that I'm just now seeing it, when Dickie's hit the first time with the ore, and then, you know, uh, Tom is like, oh my god, Dickie, like he like kind of realizes what he did, like he didn't mean to do that at first, and yeah. then it like switches, and then obviously oh, Dickie's like, I'll kill you, oh my god, Was he's he like, like over like, his, I know, over his like, you know, face, and like trying to choke him, and the blood's like all oh my god. dripping on his it's face, like that's pimped. exactly what happened in Fight Club. When that guy comes down to be like, why are you guys using my bar? And Brad Pitt comes and the guy beats him and then he like stands over him and he like splashes the blood on his face. I was like, why was this happening in the same year in 99? (laughs) Like, what was up with that? Yeah, that was the.
1: But like, what's so brilliant about the scene is at the end, how he lays it hogging,
0: like, Mhm.
1: That's. It's just so like intense.
0: And the way the camera's like over it. Yeah. Like it's it like a yeah. It's yeah, cool. it's like on a of this film is just so beautiful. It is like the colors too. Yeah, I, I mean everything. The it's, 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 you, you
1: really do feel like you're watching like a 1950s film.
0: You know. Mhm. Oh yeah, totally. That's really cool.
1: That's it for me. Oh, cool. All
0: right. Um, let's see. So the budget for this movie was 40 million, which is kind of a lot for ninety-nine. But he made so much. It made 128.7. That's a lot. I didn't realize it was that big.
1: Yeah, I know me neither. I never thought that it was gonna be like such
0: like I guess we were younger. We were in high school. We weren't really like paying attention. No,
1: we weren't paying
0: attention. Yeah. But I yeah, I'm assuming because it's like a I mean, younger people can see it like high school age, and definitely everyone well, I else. I think
1: all the people really loved it. You know, yeah. like literally anyone, any like 50 year olds, 60, 70 year olds, like everyone loved it. It's just like like almost like a film for
0: everyone, you know? Yeah, especially baby boomers because it takes place like right after the war exactly. in Italy. Yeah. So it's like a time that you remember the clothes and kind of remember the music and the and-
1: actors and the director, mm-hmm. everything.
0: Just yeah, it's cool. Very appealing. Yeah. Um, so IMDb gives us a seven point four out of ten, which I, find I don't
1: get that low. It's so low. This needs to like a nine.
0: Yeah, this and needs to be a nine. Eighty four. I mean, I don't understand that. That's low for this movie. An audience gave it an eighty, so they gave it even lower than eighty four. So I wonder what the gripe is. Well, it's not a big gripe I mean it's an eighty, but I mean,
1: yeah, I was definitely shocked
0: about that. Great actors, like great story. The ending is one of my favorite endings of any movie ever. Same. Love it.
1: I think it's so perfect that that's, like, in my favorite scenes, like, that they don't show when he's Mm -hmm. healing. um, what's his name? Peter? Peter. Peter. But it's... three names. It's beautiful how they did that.
0: Yeah. It's
1: really cool.
0: Now, have you seen or heard of Purple Noon? That is the French film this is based on from 1960. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Um, I advise everyone if you really like this to go out and see that. It does play out a bit different but it's worth it to watch it. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, let's see. My notes I have. I have a few that... <laughs> I just love that, like, for weeks, Jude Law and Matt Damon practiced that club scene, and Jude Law learned to play the sax.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah,
0: that was really cool. Yeah, I was like, God, really cool. oh, that's so funny. He said when they actually did record, like, the of Us Americano song, everyone, like, Anthony, the director, was singing. Like, everyone was singing. Like, everyone was just... It was just really, really fun yeah, day. Yeah, such set. a fun scene. Yeah, so that was really cool. And I can't believe that um bookman from seinfeld is in the end as the private eye and he literally sounds exactly like the character he played on seinfeld which i found yeah i wouldn't know
1: i just read that but i i don't
0: oh yeah it's 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 so funny and then um matt damon actually sang the my funny valentine which you can tell that you can tell yeah Yeah, not that you couldn't really tell but he said it's his favorite role that he's played to date now i don't know when that that was But, um, yeah, I found that really interesting. This is his favorite.
1: I think it's because he's so complex and challenging. I can see that.
0: It is. It's very... um, I'm trying to think of another film where, like, people... Like, he switches... He's really good at kind of switching. Yeah. Like, his, you know, face, personality. Totally, yeah. You know, like, right away. Because he has to do it, like... He has to really be... He's such a fast thinker, Tom Ripley. You know, like he has to obviously get all these things that colliding. Just
1: kind of wasn't planned. Everything was just mm-hmm. like, like an accident. You know, not an accident, but he was on the spot. Like he had to make a decision in the spot, and then he just went with this kind of, you know,
0: it like snowballed. Yeah, it's just like one lie and then another lie and then. I oh feel shit. like all the films
1: that uh, Matt Damon has made ever since. they're some of them are cool, but they're not the stories that's not are not as compelling as this one you know i don't think no. they've been like his best work is like in the 90s i think uh,
0: there are a lot of actors that i feel like their best work has been like, i i feel that way about leo, leo like, come yeah, at me about I, know, it, me too. I've, I aside from wolf of wall street which i enjoyed but i mean we've done a fair amount of leo films we haven't even done like all of them from his like early days but as far as like the early ones go like I don't know if he just isn't, maybe he's just not choosing those roles. I mean, I guess we don't really know if they personally just don't want to do those roles anymore, or if they're choosing things for money. The or money
1: makers, yeah. Yeah, like that? we don't know,
0: yeah. I same with like Johnny Depp.
1: One, out of he's all those one. actors, a bunch of actors that are around the same age, the only one that's always choosing like really challenging, cool roles is Christian Bale.
0: Yeah, like dramatic. Yeah, cool roles. Yeah, like, he's never gone into funny. Not...
1: No, no. Like, Mm-mm. I feel like I have respect for him. So much respect for him for that reason. Like,
0: I mean, he's incredible. I mean, he's just incredible. He is. It's like yeah. he's he's like a he's like the new Daniel Day Lewis. There's like literally basically. nothing basically can't do like Daniel Day Lewis can literally do anything. Yeah, um, but yeah, I feel like he um, is totally in that that vein that he's just like he can do anything there's nothing he can't do <laughs> like I don't know about being funny but as far as dramatic stuff like the really dramatic roles and like character pictures and biopics like yeah all that's that. the thing
1: I mean I feel like he just is const- constantly challenging himself as an actor and that's really great to see you don't want like Lee I feel like got too complacent like just making these big commercial like movies you know what i mean like johnny depp did the same thing
0: like if you look at johnny depp before pirates like those those roles
1: mm-hmm. are just
0: like almost make the money it's gotta blah. be i think yeah i think right? once he made that big money he was like <laughs> wait go back. <laughs> yeah like i don't have to make like smaller movies anymore i can just make one big one and make a fuck ton of money and do whatever i want and buy whatever i want And then just work with Tim Burton. Like, literally everything he did. It's so funny because Johnny Depp said a long time ago, Leo was kind of stuck to this, but Johnny Depp said, like, I'll never be a blockbuster guy. Like, this is back in, like, the 80s or 90s, like, early 90s, where they asked him and he was like, yeah, I'll never be, like, that blockbuster guy. Because I think he just was, like, thought of as, you know, like, I think he always was thought of as a pretty boy and he didn't want to be hmm. known as that so he w- just wanted to do like you know that's why he did so many weird movies in the 90s like ed wood and like dead man oh, like yeah. he just he did, did really all of these cool. like don't look at me at like a as a heartthrob like that's not what i want to be or like who i am like yeah, i don't want to be like an actor actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, obviously he then he you know got the big money, and then he did like what Alice in Wonderland and all you know all the other like big stuff. I forgot the de- the Departed had Leo and Matt Damon in it. Matt Damon was really good in the Departed because he's so uh, like he punchable, yeah, Like he's just so true. fucking punchable, and and like in that role anyway, like he just was such a fucking asshole, and he just he plays that role. I mean that movie. I mean I love the Departed. Like I love Scorsese. Me and Charles are doing Taxi Driver for for uh one of the upcoming uh, yeah like i love like i love a lot of guy movies and i know that a lot of people on the main feed are like not into them so i'm gonna do some action movies on patreon which some patrons have been excited about so yay because i love action movies but the departed is like one of those movies where i love that they're like a lot of them are boston people Mm -hmm. like i love that Wahlberg and damon are like in their element like as boston guys um just because I mean, I think Wahlberg should have won the Oscar for that movie. I thought he was like the best in there. He was just so fucking good um, in that. But he but, was, yeah, uh, yeah, he was like he, him and like I mean, all of them. I mean, everyone Scorsese he works with. I mean, it's like great. So, but uh, yeah, I got. to can't wait to do Taxi Driver because I haven't seen it in a really long time. Same, yeah, yeah it's been a while. Kid. And like Jodie Foster's like outfits. Like those '70s outfits that she wears are like, oh my god! I just
1: think of Robert De Niro's
0: performance. I mean, I mean just, yeah. And also, he
1: looked great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he also looked great in Cape Fear. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> he, he always looks great as, as a bad. Attitude. It's really terrible that we find that attractive, but
0: it's, there's something. There is something to. I mean, it has to be. They just make them. They make them attractive, though. I mean, that's the I thing. Guess. They could and make he's them like, the like original bad boy. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I think Brando might be, like, the original bad well, boy. Right. Like, old, old Hollywood bad boy, you know, where he was kind of, like, I guess, unpredictable.
1: Right. But, but yeah. De Niro,
0: like, for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. And so many people have, like, done that, that taxi driver vibe, you know, like, the, so, many, yeah. so many people. Yeah, which is really cool. So, yeah, I can't wait to do that. It'll be really neat. Um, Let's see. I think that's all I have. Oh, no. My last note was that this was really interesting, which I never would have known if I didn't read on IMDb. Tom kills Freddie with the bust of this Roman emperor whose name is Hadrian, who actually had a gay lover who was killed.
1: Yeah. I read that too. Yeah, that was really interesting
0: that that was in there because I would have never known that oh my god fashion oh my G- god gary oh my jones god. and ann roth you did the damn thing with this fashion
1: it's so cool what an amazing project to work
0: on i mean yeah it's
1: so spot on like the the way the italian women are dressed in this film and the the men i mean it's just so perfect and like just spot on to the time and the place and everything <laughs> like i know i have two comments though. like oh yeah Okay, first of all, there were there was no um, neon colors back then. I was gonna but
0: say that was an odd choice.
1: Why is Matt Damon wearing a fucking green neon pair of swim pants or whatever they're called?
0: Swim anyway. pants. What are they called? Well, no, they. it is but, kind of funny because they're not trunks because they're not long and it's not a Speedo either. They're like exactly. briefs. Briefs,
1: <laughs> like, like neon but neon green. That was in the... Yeah. Okay, sorry, neon colors didn't exist in the 50s. Also, another thing, I could be wrong about this one, but I'm pretty sure that fuchsia, which is like a bright pink, also didn't really quite exist in the color palette, like in the... Col- oh. in, in, I don't think so. It was definitely pastels for the most part that dominated mm-hmm. the 50s and I can't imagine bright pink existing then. Like no. Like, and and when it has like a bright pink bathing suit mm-hmm. when they're in the y- in the yacht
0: yeah, that, like, pink, it's like polka dot, it has, like, tiny white polka dots it's got, on like, it. has got, like, a texture, but oh, texture right. to it, yeah.
1: So, I could be wrong about that one, but the, the neon brief, definitely Definitely not, went, yeah. Think. So, very odd, you know? <laughs> like, That's so funny. But, yeah, I mean, Dickie has the best style. Oh, my God. Every single outfit, it's so incredible. Like, his fucking hat with the blazer when they go to the clubs. To the oh, the blue club,
0: blazer? what's well, so like he a has, dark blue
1: the first time they go out he has like a like a off white jacket
0: mm-hmm. with a shirt
1: and this black hat and he looks super cute he then another time he fashion. has a navy suit and a hat when they go to uh-huh. the, on the last street basically that's
0: and yes, the shoes he has like the spectator like the two tone yeah shoes.
1: and also he looks so incredible in white pants and linen. He wears white pants quite a lot, like when they're in the first place where they meet, and he, they're kind of cropped, white leg, high mm-hmm. rise pants. And he has this beautiful shirt that I'm obsessed with. Like I love. I mean, I would love it if my husband wore shirt like that. Like it's basically like almost like a bowling kind of shirt. Yeah,
0: but it's knit.
1: It's like knitted, like fine knit, and it's got like like a block of color in the middle, and it's kind of off white with like tan. Oh it's yeah. really
0: cool. And then it's his like glasses Italian man, like an old uh, Italian. He's yeah, fucking like, retired glasses man. are
1: everything. He
0: wears so many different kinds oh, yeah. of glasses. So like cool. it's crazy. The brown ones are my favorite.
1: So yeah, it's I mean like, basically every chill. every single look he wears is just like amazing. Uh I love what Matt uh well why not Paltra character wears. What's her name? Um uh, Marge. Marge, yeah. She wears and I'm I I actually i'm obsessed with this look because i actually wear that quite a lot when i go to the beach like i love to throw like a white shirt over a bikini i just think it's just
0: such a cool look like a button down
1: yeah like a white yeah. Yeah, sorry so like in america you had to say button down like a button down shirt right
0: yeah because if you say shirt people impl- i think t-shirt i think right but in yeah. the uk
1: and europe you say a shirt means a t-shirt and like sorry a t-shirt is a t-shirt. You say t- oh, okay. t-shirt, and when you say shirt, it just means like a formal shirt, like a oh, okay. down shirt. But yeah, I I get it's different here, so I need to learn that. I just say uh, down. Yeah, so she has this really cool bathing suit, the pink one, and then she has like that 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 shirt, like that white mm-hmm. shirt over it, and then. The whole animal print outfit is oh so my god, cool. At the end, yeah, she has the hat, the coat. Oh my god, everything is just so cool. The bags, the handbags of that so time. 50s. So those are my favorite outfits that she wears. But Marthe, however, has such cool style too. Yeah. And to me, like out of all the women, she obviously wears the coolest shirt. Like, she has this blue coat that's so like really 50s, like very tailored in the waist and it kind of looks almost like a dress kind of shape. Mm-hmm. And she has this really nice brooch. Um, and that's when she first bumps into Tom at the Gucci store. Mm-hmm. And then when she goes to the cafe and, you know, Tom never shows up and she's wearing this like white cardigan that's slightly yeah. kind of fluffy with a little white braid and a blue skirt. And again, it's just her hair, th- the whole styling is just so insane. Like she so just, good. She looks so pretty. And when they go to the Oprah, she has this beautiful yeah, white dress. dress.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh, and that does not have like a brooch or something in the middle. She has
1: some embellishment.
0: The the embellishment, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's cool.
1: I mean, every every look basically is just so beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, I think those are my... my those are I mean, your, I like do, stand out. I do love like the the Italian women's outfits when they when they fir- first see Freddie when he arrives. There's some women at, hanging out oh, in the piazza the mm-hmm. kind of area. They they look really cool. Like they and they
0: clap. In the yes. Well, it's, and they all clap. They're like Bella Bella. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, the guys cool. Yeah. Yeah, it that's really it cool. for me
1: for fashion.
0: Oh, cool. All right. Cool. So I have some different ones. So it's cool. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so my first note was that I'm obsessed with Tom's leather like tote bag that he brings around everywhere. Ah, yeah. Yes. I love that it's really, really tall because it could fit like really tall fashion magazines. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I kind of want one like that. I love that it's like beat up. It very much reminds me of like something an Olsen twin would have. Um, cause it's just like really, really tall. It's a really tall tote bag it, and like it would fit records too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's,
0: that's, and it does. So that's what I really like it. Um, I also like the details of Meredith's like headbands and the pearls that she yes. wears. Like I like those details that they, they have on her. Um, Dickie's like tan suit with the striped tie. Um, i love that pork pie hat it's just so cool and my favorite dicky outfit is in the morning on the terrace he's wearing that yellow knit shirt and these like floral shorts and they have like these oh, red yeah. pinkish flowers on them
1: really cool and he has those really awesome cool. black
0: gla- he has like these black sunglasses and then the same day they go on the boat and he has like the tan ones Like, the tan glasses. Like, I love all of his sunglasses. They're so cool. I also love Tom's, like, ill-fitting corduroy jackets.
1: Oh, I hate it.
0: I mean, I don't love them, but I really love how they switch I love how he when he switches into Dickie like I love the outfits of that he course. wears I love like the black turtleneck when he's on the Vespa with like Oh my like, God, yeah and like the and side bag, bag like yeah. and he has like the pants like everything's tailored obviously now because yeah. it's money and, so, and yeah. the outfit
1: that he's wearing when Freddie comes in his apartment and he's like oh look at you mm-hmm. like you basically like Dickie you know mm-hmm. he has those like tan high high-waisted um, pants with pleats at the front Yeah. Mm-hmm. that all men wore in the 50s. I think th- those pants are so hot.
0: Yeah they're cool I like them. I, it's very much reminds me of The Professor in like Gilligan's Island um, it's like an old TV show and they all were standing on an island but like they all had the same outfits but The Professor wore like a really loose kind of like button down white shirt and like khakis and they were in that same way and that's like what oh. he looked like. It was really cool. It was like a very like staple outfit for men i think in the 50s and 60s like uh steve mcqueen also was a big like khaki person yeah a lot of those pin pants and it just looked really great also leo wears khakis a lot in real life now yeah i just noticed Mm -hmm. i saw a photo of him the other day on the beach and i was like khaki shorts he wears khaki a lot he wears beige a lot which is weird um, it's just interesting, I guess, that he does. Um, let's see, what other notes do I have for fashion? Let's see. I'm looking through like all of my movie notes, so I'm just like, okay, no, no, that's not it. Leopard coat, yes, <laughs> love the leopard coat. Um, I also really like uh, Peter's outfits too. Yeah, Peter
1: looks cool. He just yeah, looks he like... looks cool. But again, it's not really the clothes; it's just him,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is just him. <laughs> it's
1: not really that the clothes are that cool. It's just he's just again, he's just got it's the way someone just wears stuff or yeah, the way they so carry true. themselves. That's like, I, I, I think that's style to me,
0: you know? Oh yeah. totally. Like
1: someone's posture or the way they walk or like just the way they, like they, yeah.
0: I mean. Okay. Oh, I forgot about my favorite what? outfit too, or my favorite piece of clothing on the boat when Freddie is with them and it's like Freddie, Marge, uh, mm-hmm. Dickie and Tom. Dickie has this white jacket it looks he like a does. denim jacket, but it has a massive With collar. Yeah, and pockets. Yeah. It has a really big, like asymmetrical collar. I want to know what the fuck that jacket is. Well, I think that's the jacket that he
1: wears, that Tom ends up wearing at the end when he comes back from the boat trip after he kills him.
0: Uh, oh, he, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I want to
0: know about that jacket. I want to know, like, what it.
1: Yeah, those are really those were really big in the '50s. They're, so they're basically so cool. like a crop jacket. They are uh, pretty much inspired by like military uniform like military oh. uniforms, but they do them in like, or they did them in like lighter fabrics so they're kind of like cropped with like a like a band like a waistband kind of thing oh
0: okay and
1: they have like two or one front pocket and a big collar and stuff yeah i, I had jackets like that
0: Oh cool From
1: the 50s, yeah.
0: I love it. It's very and so it's all cool. very nautical. I mean, you can tell. It's all very Kennedy's. It's very so like that yeah. vibe, that like wealthy Vanderbilt family, like those totally. big, you know, you know, vacation. I and mean, he's a shipping heir, you know, so he would obviously have that like it's cool that he has an American kind of like fifties, like Kennedy ish vibe, but then he also has that Italian influence because he's lived there for a while. So it's yeah. it's cool that they've really kind of mixed both of them together. They're great yeah, I, costume. I yeah. yeah, it's great costume. And Gwyneth has some cool ones too. I mean she has I like that she mixed some prints. She has like a floral mm-hmm. and then she has like a zigzag print, which is kind of weird for the time. Oh, I feel like yeah. you wouldn't really see mixing. It's usually solid and right. yeah so which weird. that was kind of cool. And I like how she ties up the shirt in the front you know yeah, that was, that was cool like
1: women wore shirts like
0: that in yeah it's ways. yeah it's just great and Freddie's outfits are very like you can tell he's very american like he's wearing super. the blue shirt and like the dark kind of blazer like yeah, very he, preppy yeah. yeah super preppy the neon i yeah i i really want to know <laughs> like why they chose the i neon. don't get
1: it I haven't found any info. Why? Like, the only thing I can think of is that maybe it didn't look that neon in real life. And when they shot it, it's just...
0: I don't, I don't know.
1: Like, the director's so, like... But it's just odd to me. Yeah, he's I mean,
0: so particular. He would pick that out. <laughs> like
1: they could have just gone for a bright green, you know? Like...
0: Yeah, it's just, it's really weird. It's It's really really weird. weird. I guess I didn't actually like do proper, proper research, but if I find out and I find an interview with the costumers and they actually say why they picked it, because I couldn't find any. I kind of looked for something, but I couldn't find. Specific... I mean, I
1: think it's just funny because we've been. See- I mean, we we tend to find this in like some of the movies that we do. Like, there's always some incons- in- inconsistency with like the wardrobe. Like, and I think it's just super tough, you know, because you're yeah. you're in charge of style in like a, a movie. Mistakes are going to be made, you know. Like, something is gonna. I don't know. Some things might be missed, but you will think that the main characters' outfits would be like at least like.
0: Perfect. When they first meet, like it's a big moment. It's not like a random. It's not like he's just in the house (laughs) and he's like wearing these weird. You know, like that's the only thing he has. It's not like, or maybe there's. They couldn't even be his underwear, like because they wouldn't even have neon underwear like that. There there
1: was nothing neon. It didn't exist back then. Yeah. So like,
0: where? Yeah, it's not like it's like his underwear and he like didn't have a bathing suit and he's wearing that. You know, it's there's like no real explanation. (laughs) It's so strange. Um, cool. any more fashion notes? That's it, oh God, there's so many. I mean it's literally every single frame I like, know I'll post the you know the frames, but it's yeah it's it's great. all right, some music, another hot button one, a lot of good music in this
1: a lot of good a lot of music, yeah. uh, my top five what I suppose five six songs that I really like so sort of stand out. uh number one, lullaby for Kane by Shanita Connor. Mm-hmm. like I love that f- that song I actually didn't know it was her
0: yeah I didn't know it was like, her I was super shocked. Oh, I was like, yeah.
1: wow that's pretty cool uh nature boy by miles davies I love that song um my funny valentine it's just yeah, such a beautiful song I
0: like that song too
1: and there's one called moaning by hmm Trying to remember. Okay, so it's basically in- instrumental. It's an instrumental song, and it's by the Guy Barker International Quintet.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and then I know it's like a weird name, but it's called Stabat matter Oh. By the London Metropolitan Ensemble. So oh,
0: okay.
1: It's like one of the last. Yeah, it's like really cool. And the last one too is is called "You Don't Know What Love Is," again by the Guy Barker International Quintet. Yeah. Oh, cool. But yeah, so much good music.
0: Yeah. I just have I don't have songs particularly. I I just love the I know that the music supervisor is Gabriel Yared. Um, I just love the instrumentals and like just the vibes. I I really love the like the vibe that it gives to the to totally. the film i love the. It i don't does. know the yeah. song but i love the the sequence when tom is walking around by himself in rome after dickie leaves him and goes with freddie to like some club and he's like oh you want to sightsee? you just go like you go by yourself and we'll meet back at my place and at the train station and there's like this sequence of i think it's like a sax or some kind of horn but i just really like i don't i didn't google yeah. it or well, i feel it. like it's
1: that's the thing like they really did pick great music because it was like Instrumental, a mm-hmm. lot of jazz, you know, and just like beautiful kind of orchestra type of music that. Yeah, really. It really did. just went with the cinematography and the story and the mood. Yeah. Because some of the scenes where like the music really kind of made the mood, you know? Like.
0: Mm-hmm. I like it. It's cool. Yeah. And also, I love the Tuavada medicano song. I mean, that's like <laughs> my favorite. <laughs>
1: Like, <laughs> I like it, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's my top. I like it more like the sad, like oh, the, uh, the intense sad. songs. Yeah,
0: I think I just like the atmosphere, and like I just want to be in that cellar. <laughs> like I just want to be yeah. there when they're playing it, and just looks like a lot of fun. And the song seems like fun. I think the song is actually about someone who like likes the American movies. I think yeah. like, an Italian guy who likes the American movies and like wants to emulate that lifestyle. That he sees in the the movie. Yeah,
1: basically. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. So, favorite scenes and lines.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Favorite scenes.
0: There are a lot.
1: I I really like the bath moment
0: oh yep that's one of mine I, for obvious reasons i feel well, like there was definitely a dick shot in the dvd and there wasn't when i rented it on oh. apple <laughs> Not that i'm like looking when he, he got out he i was him. when he, he got really out knows. i know i noticed it before when i first saw it and i was like wait was that either not there or was i dreaming or like maybe that was never there but like yeah i'm all for male full frontal because well, we've seen enough women i mean i, lo- exactly. I
1: know i do like that obviously that Part of the scene, but <laughs> I I like them. That it's just so uncomfortable to watch. Basically, I, as much as I love the movie, I felt I, every time I watch it, I feel so uncomfortable because it's it's just so cringe, you know. How it's, he's like yeah. it's called. Can I get in? I know. Like, it's just like uncomfortable. Like
0: oh, like, he played got... it so well with like no dialogue. Like, I know the looks that like Tom mm-hmm. gives. Like it's really I love the way that he. When he says it, like, I think he, like, puts his hand in the water and then he's like, oh, it's cold. Like, I I want to get in. Or something like, can I get in? And then the way that he, like, looks up to see yeah. his immediate reaction after and he says that. And he's, like, that, not at the
1: same time. Yeah,
0: and then to see, if, to see if he would say, yeah, get in. Or if he'd and be he, like, what?
1: I know, and then Dicky catches him, like, staring at him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, cold.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That bit um, reminded me of Cruel Intentions. <laughs> it's, like, the same thing when when Ryan Phillippe is like in the pool you know and he gets out and you yeah. see it like the back of him and then he turns around it's like the same thing and it's in the bath it's in the and it's the same year like what was happening in 99 <laughs> there's so many like I know
1: parallels it's going on yeah well it's just trends, isn't it like you see something in a movie it's really successful and then people are inspired and like they mm-hmm. kind of do something similar or whatever but Funny. um again like when my favorite scenes are the cringy ones, I suppose. When he, when Tom smells Dickie on the train, ugh, oh, and then like yeah. he's like, then he he kind of thinks that Dicky is asleep, and then he's seeing his own reflection on in the kind of window sort mm-hmm. of thing. I like that, like the cinematography there, like it's really beautifully shot and then is saying, like, why do you do, why do you always do that thing with your neck you've done it before spooky, spooky. i know so and it's, it's just like, so weird unconf- i'm like spooky. i would be like what the fuck are you doing like that's super creepy I'd
0: be know? Like, i know you want me it's okay look at me <laughs> it's obvious you want yeah you
1: want i mean me. i'm kind of surprised that dicky hasn't like got it at this point you know be like clearly this guys into me and it's not cool like i'm not gay or anything i don't know
0: i think he um, likes it though i think, you it's, think? Uh, yeah i think he likes i mean he's incredibly narcissistic and he's incredibly it's charming true. and he anyone a lot of people love that people like you you know like, even like boys if, in school it's true. no
1: you're yeah. right i, I yeah. guess women are like that but i forget that men are they can't be like that too with mm-hmm. other men even when even though they're straight you know
0: Oh yeah, I just mean, I it, like, it's flattering. Attention. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I I really like it when March like at the end, this is the last time you see her, she's leaving again on the boat. And then she just turns and it's like, like I know you did it, and starts hitting him and mm-hmm. crying and stuff. But, like it's yeah, I mean her acting is actually quite good um in the movie, to be
0: fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm
1: um i like that scene a lot and tom is just like the the daddy's like he tom didn't do it march you don't understand it's fine and
0: they kind of take her away um and how insane to just go through your life knowing that not only did this man get away with it but he got fucking part of his inheritance well she doesn't know that well no but she i mean yeah she doesn't know that but still like just to, to know like that's crazy
1: and, yeah, and and the, the very end, like, we've already talked about that. Like, mm-hmm. I thought the last thing was so, like, brilliantly done. So um, the, the, You don't need to see him, like, killing Peter. And it's just very much, like, you hear it, and, which is even more, like, uh, I don't know. It's...
0: it's Hitchcock, very Hitchcock. To not show you to is not what show makes you, you... But you're yeah. just looking
1: at Tom's face at this point and... You kind of feel that he might have got away with it, but I don't think he can because they're gonna find Peter on the boat, on the on the cruise eventually.
0: Unless they I dump him.
1: You can't. Like there's no at least someone will see you. There's no way you at can night. get away with that, I don't
0: think. Yeah, you kinda want him to get away with it. Yeah, I was like it. you kind of think yeah, you kind of think he's just gonna move on, I guess, with what Meredith? Eventually yeah. that's not gonna work out either because she's I mean, once you hit mainland, she can't be calling you Dickie. You know, yeah, like, I don't
1: know so yeah, I wonder how that yet. would
0: even work out. Yeah, I guess I just
1: have to open. favorite lines. Um <laughs> yeah, okay. there are a lot. So I only have four. So Tom says, I always thought it would be better to be a fake somebody than a real nobody.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like the second
1: that. one is obviously the one that we both have <laughs> because it's just so brilliant. It's definitely the best line in the film. Uh, dicky says the cream of america rich and thick <laughs> he's like i call it the cream of america it's so great i love it it's, yeah, so, it's good. so good um dicky also says you're a lich you're boring you mm-hmm. can be quite boring i love the way he says it oh
0: yeah the way he says it yeah the way he's just like all of a sudden, yeah, it's just like...
1: you can And Peter has one, too, at the end. He says, officially, there are no Italian homosexuals. It makes M- Michelangelo and Leonardo very inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
0: Oh, cool. Okay, I have... my One of my favorite ones is Freddie on the Freddy, boat being like... Yeah tommy how's the peeping tommy
1: <laughs> yeah i just love the way he says it i love <laughs> the way he says it
0: tommy, yeah. Tommy, tommy, tommy. yeah like i love the way it's like so creepy the way he says it but he's
1: always like that he's always like tommy tommy and he's like even with the piano he's like Tun, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. you know like he's just super annoying yeah
0: i know he's so good like he's so good at that role so- um one of my other favorite, um, oh well, these aren't my these are my. Let me go through my scenes and so okay, yeah, just yeah. my things. Um, my uh, my first note is that I wanted to look up how much a thousand dollars was in 1950. I oh, just yeah. searched 58 because that's how much Dickie's dad was offering Tom to go get him and like bring him back. So a thousand dollars then is ten thousand dollars roughly today. So that's pretty wow. good, yeah, to go get someone. I'm sure he paid for his boat and everything. Like to even go over there, so that was cool. He didn't even have to pay for that, I'm sure. Um, I just wrote like when he arrives in town, like that whole sequence. I just love on the the old bus with all the suitcases on the top, and just like yeah. when he arrives at the small town, like the music and just just the the weather, the colors, like it's it just feels so warm. I just yeah, I just love. It. I love the whole like warm tones of the whole thing. Um, also, how did he find Dicky so fast when he got to town was one of my questions. As, as soon as he got there, I know he had the picture. Maybe I'm just not very good at pictures and recognizing people in real life. Like you know how Wait, you see. What do like you a, mean
1: they found him? What do you mean?
0: Like he found him on the beach. You know how oh, the dad right. told yeah, him. Yeah. Like you know, I guess he must have given him the address. Like I'm, I'm sure he has to have known the address of where he was living. Yeah,
1: but I mean, there are a couple of things that are kind of weird. That happen- yeah, I was like, how did he find him like, like right okay. away? Uh, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, like right away, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, another character that we forgot to mention in this whole thing is this motherfucking apartment. I mean, I oh, mean, oh, so uh, cool. it is amazing. Like just all of the furnishings, all of the wood, the tile floors. Um, the archways, I I mean literally everything, the terrace, the coffee maker, the coffee machine, the ice box. Like, I mean, it's just I love the 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 chest set that goes over the bath.
1: Um hmm.
0: the bath that Tom gets out of at the very end. It's like this massive concrete tub. It's in like the Italian in, oh, in yeah. what Venice. It's, yeah. It's so cool. I love even just the faucets. I, I mean, I'm just like obsessed with all that kind of shit. Uh I thought that was really cool. Um, I also really, the overlying, the over, like, theme of this movie, which always makes me really sad when I see it or, or like, you know, just watch it in general, is that I really think that um, Dickie definitely knows that Tom... Likes him because he gives him like hints, like and there's one scene where he says when they're doing the forging, he's like, "Yeah, write your signature," and then he does Dicky. He's like, no, "No, no, no, like write your actual signature." Yeah, he's signature. so
1: persistent. With and he that. says like, yeah. "Without
0: the glasses, you're not even ugly." So he gives him like these, not I don't want to say like hints, but he gives him a reason to kind of think that maybe this is something more because he doesn't really refute a lot of Tom's. Tom is a dreamer like he's a he's a real dreamer and obviously he doesn't want to be in his actual life in New York living in like the basement apartment doesn't have any money and I th- believe he's like a piano tuner at Princeton and that's I think how he um ends up getting this gig for someone else or whatever but um he he's just like he makes a lot of like fantasy things like he's like oh we can get an apartment here and you know then when we're here we're here like he kind of talks to him like Mar like we're gonna get Marge out of the picture. And sometimes I think that Dickie thinks he's, you know, just kidding and being funny, Mm. but he doesn't really shut him down, which is why I think Tom is still thinking that they are like these, they're like symbiotic, like they really get along. They have like that kind of friendship chemistry. But if it's on the other if one person feels another way, I guess it's never really talked about. Even in the 50s, it wouldn't really be talked about anyway.
1: Um, yeah I mean I know what you mean But he still takes it way too far
0: like he, Oh of
1: course He's yeah. insane yeah. He he should have got like, the hint at the end of it Like literally Dick has already told him I think it's time to go our separate ways Like you mm-hmm. know uh, well, You're then, spending yeah. my father's money After all It's not like Something like It's not has right some, mm-hmm. Has some decency Or it's not Something like that I can't remember what he says mm-hmm. But um, you, You're spending my my father's money after all You know like and he already told him that that you had like a good run together in school but he's just so like needy and like oh, i i just can't you know he's just like, like
0: in love with him he's in okay. love with him in like a like a carnal way like he wants to be him but he also wants to be with him at the same time it's it's Very, very complex and he doesn't have, and then obviously when he does kill him, it's, it's like this very, um, like Shakespearean death, you know, it's very like, I can't have you, so no one can. And I'm like, so in love with you, but I'm also very angry. Like there's just so much passion involved in, in that death. You know, it, it just is very like, it's super complex and it's, yeah. it's it's sad because I feel like he's so in love with him and he would probably want, I mean, this is before he like ends up, you know, flipping that switch, but he's just being rejected. I mean, he's been rejected and, and he's, you know, I don't think it was premeditated when he went out on that boat that day. He, he no, I don't think so. Yeah. He didn't have that like, Oh fuck, I'm going to kill this guy. But he just, I think, you know, he just reached the end of his rope and he realized that this is it. Like, I can't inhabit you unless I take you, kind of thing. And that's kind of, like, what it was. If I can't have you, then I'm going to be you. And this is, you know, I guess he didn't really think about it until, like, that split second when Dickie starts, like, choking him. And then he's like, fuck. And then he just gets him off him. But then it just snaps into, like, you know, I'm going to kill you. It's just, it's very, very layered and very complex and really... I think it's great that Matt Damon wouldn't shy away from that kind of a role, especially in 99 when, yeah. and same with Jude Law, but Jude Law, I think is just a different kind of actor, but I feel like American actors back in the day, it was just really, it, it sucks. And I know it's just really mean, yeah. dumb that people feel weird about playing, you know, like a somewhat, maybe homosexual character, maybe, maybe not like, well, back then. you know, especially now back then. Yeah. It's different, but even um, now, I feel like I, I listen to a lot of like you know celebrity podcasts about dirt and stuff and people are like, this person's gay. Why don't they just come out And they're like, yeah, well, it's really interesting that you see a lot of actors that are out and it's you know it's, it's fine and it you know it's it's fine for them. but it's still not where like a major a-list talent has not come out. Like mm. I'm talking about A-list, so I think in I some ways I'm sure we
1: know that some. Yeah. We believe that some of those um, actors are, and they haven't come out. We talk about it often. Yeah, we're, not gonna we're like, why? Them, but
0: yeah, we're like, why? If that's your, if that's your real life, but there's still people out there that are probably. But I think it's like generational you know. too, though. Oh, they're totally. Like yeah, people. especially so the like, older ones. They're yeah.
1: even like they're older, and So I think it's quite hard that everyone has known them for for quite some time as you know like a stray male and i think it would be quite difficult to i mean i don't think you would i personally would feel quite comfortable doing it but i, I can understand like
0: yeah yeah i get it those it actors sucks. are like
1: 15 years older than us
0: you know oh god
1: so <laughs> we're <but> like
0: 20 <laughs> <laughs> what we're like 20 years older like some of them are like almost 60 like Tom like, Cruise, yeah like tom cruise like all those a-lists that we grew up with when they were like our crushes and they were older they're like 20 years older than us like brad pitt all those guys they're all like almost 60 <laughs> it's crazy it's true, yeah Yeah, it's nuts but yeah I, i'm i just think it's great that he a lot of actors too like playing this kind of roles i think it's great I, uh leo played in total eclipse which was like, i know yeah a movie that a lot of people probably haven't seen which we, we will do but like it's really cool that it's not like they didn't shy away but from he's like a role.
1: different kind of actor
0: though. well yeah mm-hmm. i just wouldn't think yeah. matt damon would but i'm glad that he did i'm glad yeah that i'm was, so glad like, he turned did. off yeah. by it. yeah um especially re- knowing the recent controversy um of that interview that he did like a few months ago he was talking about how he like still uses that F slang word for gay people. And his daughter had to call him out on it. I was like, really, dude? I... Why did you mention that in an interview? Nobody asked you about that. I know. It was very strange. So, Well, no,
1: I think he just wanted to apologize. I think he did feel... But we didn't know.
0: He didn't say it publicly. He said it at home and his daughter is the one that told him, Dad, you can't use that word anymore. I and, he know. Was, and he was like, I didn't I didn't know and my daughter had to like correct me. I mean it's great that your daughter had to correct you, but I'm like, well, But we I do didn't
1: believe know. that. I do believe no, I do. I just think I, I definitely know some people who I, I do. Like, oh
0: that sucks. I know
1: some people that I still don't get. Like it's just not you, you'd be surprised how many it. people don't actually generally don't realize. Like it's just not. Wow, that bad even anymore. now? Yeah, it's because like so No, everyone, honestly, Lauren, like not everyone watches like tv all the time they're not clued up a lot of people generally like maybe not in america but in europe people i know a lot of people that literally don't watch tv they just read and they're kind of very like they watch news and stuff but that's not something you're gonna know unless you're kind of clued up with like pop like pop culture or like what's going on you know like people don't if you're not really like a social media person or watch a lot of TV or any at all, you definitely don't know like literally like, you're what's not gonna appropriate know, to say mm-hmm. and like
0: what's not. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess it's just, I just, like, it's just so, so that far. Just, yeah. So far, I guess, from my, I, yeah, I guess, like it's so far from what I would think. But yeah, I, just, I mean, it's just really interesting. It
1: is. It's interesting. And like, I mean, also like he he's an actor right so he works a lot and i can't imagine he spends a lot of time on social media like all those actors they're just too old for that they don't get it they don't oh no yeah he definitely doesn't so and he probably doesn't watch like a lot of tv either because he's probably just working always preparing for roles so like there are things that you miss that happen you know like my i was really shocked that my mom didn't know like a lot of things that i'm like how but i'm like yeah she doesn't watch tv she doesn't have facebook she doesn't have instagram or twitter or nothing she just or around
0: younger people and she's not, not around, around younger yeah people. that's another thing yeah, if you're not around younger, so people, how
1: are you then, gonna know, saying, you know things are just politically incorrect or whatever you yeah know what I mean? that's true
0: i guess it's just been so yeah i guess like we've just known about it for so long but i'm we just have, like how right. i guess and also i think it's a it's like a straight dude thing that, like, a lot of straight guys still say, um, yeah, you know. And I think that's what I think that's what he was like referencing was that, like, I think he's he was saying like he still knows guys like from like that aren't famous, but like guys from like you know where he's from or like so maybe just guys who hang out. Um, I don't think now. I'm sure he lives in LA. I mean, I would think. Hmm. I mean, maybe he has a house there. I'm sure, but but yeah, I don't think he like is based from Boston. Although I don't know, I actually don't know that much about Matt Damon. But yeah, I just found that really interesting. But that's great that he did I'm glad that he did this role and wasn't well, like, yeah. kind of turned away from it. Um I really love that scene where Tom is like dancing in Dickie's clothes to that Bing Crosby song, May I? It's oh, when yeah. he comes back from um Rome and then he's like he's like, Oh yeah, you can borrow my clothes or whatever, and then he catches him dancing and he's like totally switched. He's been out with Freddie and he's like, Freddie's downstairs, and he's like, Can you take off my clothes? And he's like wow like okay you know you said i could borrow something and he's like well can you just go in your other room and change like yeah he totally like, switches point, on he's him. like okay i don't he,
1: this guy is still creepy i think i don't know
0: it's just weird that he like moved in like he had a place there mm-hmm. i guess it's just diff- I did, yeah he had a, a room maybe I don't know. yeah it was like weird that he like moved him in uh, you know and then he has and i guess marge had her own place too right she did, yeah, yeah, she, she just was different. there sometimes, yeah. yeah, so that was, and she wasn't from as much money as Meredith because Meredith was like textile oh, there, yeah textiles, so that's why she yeah. had yeah, that's why she like had the wardrobe, I guess that she had, which is crazy. um we also talked about the boat scene, one of my favorites. um, I also really love the scene of the opera. When Tom is watching this opera play out, and and, and he cries. The, yeah, and he cries like, so, and like, I just wrote that he it. loved him so much that he killed him, like he just kind of realizes that that he just like really, really like ugh. it's just really sad, and, and he's
1: sad, yeah. That Freddie,
0: I know, I know. It's like ugh. that's the thing that's really that makes me really sad about the movie. It's like if only they could just live, he could just live the life that he wanted to, and he wouldn't have to be pretend to be anyone else. Like if only he could just be, uh, you know, like feel comfortable. And and Peter actually loved him for him. Like that's what's really sad. I know about it is that he actually loved him. You know, I, yeah, that's what's like really really sad about it. That Freddie and Tom showdown in the apartment where he hits Freddie with the bus is one of my favorites. And also,
1: it could it could have really been they could have really been together. Because yeah, Peter is gay too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what was really sad. That's why I'm like, yeah. and and especially like the way that it ends when he starts telling him like, why do you like me? Like, why do you love me? And he tells him all these like, you know, amazing things. And then and then you just slowly hear like, the, you know, like, you know, Tom is choking me. And he's like, oh, Tom is choking me. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God. Um. I also wrote, Uh. Marge reminds me of Wendy in Ozark. She's stomping around Rome trying to find him. <laughs> just like maniacally just like acting I just finished Ozark so I was like she reminds me of Wendy (laughs) like she's just like got this she's just like running everywhere (laughs) I wrote Dickie's dad is here and he's pissed um he comes to Rome that scene with Marge like when she finds the rings gosh and she's like backing out of the room and she's just like and then of course like Peter opens the door and she's like ah and he's like, "You talk to her. I don't even know what to do anymore. Like she's acting hysterical. Like, of I know. course, like the like woman is acting like, hysterical. He totally would kill her. Yeah, because she had was like figuring her. it out. Yeah, um, and, and man, and then the fact that at the end it was like you found out that Dicky like almost killed this boy in college." and yeah. that's why he was sent to to live in italy because like they were trying to like get him out of the you know the limelight and he, yeah. i guess they'd like paid the family or or whatever so i like that you kind of at the end find out that there was this dark side to dicky too yeah yeah, I, I really like that. I thought that was... Yeah, that's cool. That yeah. was really cool, yeah. And then obviously the last scene we just talked about was some of my favorites. It's why it's really
1: believable for the father to think that he did it,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, completely. He got really... Uh, he didn't really think this through in the beginning. Like, I, I just love all the, like, cat and mouse and then, you know, Meredith knows about me. I love all the, like, shifting around. This is an insane lie to keep up. Like, doing meetups and having, you know... And I love that he was, like, watching it. Like when he had Meredith yeah. and them meet like he was like, Okay, they're both gonna see that Dickie stood them up, but then this person like it was very crazy, like all of the the back and forth. Oh, that was. He really was nuts. Yeah. yeah, I was like, God, how do you keep this up? This is nuts. Um, yeah, I mean, I also love the jewelry, that jewelry box. The one <laughs> so that cool. Dickie had. So yeah. cool with like the watch, the thing with so the cool. watch. I just love it. It was very cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any other quotes. I just said I think I said most of them. The house, the peeping Tommy. <laughs> I like that It's so good. I love Philip Seymour
1: Hoffman. Like, oh, I know he was an amazing actor as
0: well. I mean, Every yeah, movie that he was, he was in, incredible, oh. like incredible. I love The Master with Joaquin Phoenix. Have you seen that? Yeah,
1: like oh. Truman Capote. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I mean, it's yeah, it's really good. It's so good. I also like when he, as soon as you see him, as soon as Freddy, like, pulls up in that Alpha, which is, like, a super cool car. Oh, yeah. And then he's just, like, he's, like, oh, God, don't you want to fuck every woman you see just once? <laughs> <laughs> the way he says it.
1: Yeah, that is, like, such a... Of course he would say something like that. Yeah, of it. course
0: he would, yeah. That's so funny. I love it. Um, and I love how, like, Dickie, when he first meets um, Freddy, and I love, like, also you see Tom's face when he goes... Oh, he goes like Tom Ripley, Freddie Miles, and then Freddie's like, "Hey, I mean, if I'm late, what? I'll, if I'm late, think what her husband's saying." And then Dickie's like, "You look gorgeous as oh, always," yeah, as and always. I, and Tom looks at him like, "Gorgeous? <laughs> like who's this man? I'm like coming and stealing my man?"
1: Well, because guys can be quite guys can be quite affectionate towards. To other guys, too. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? When oh, they're, yeah. like, really close friends. I mean, I can't even mention, like, all the times that my ex-boyfriends behave in a very, um, I don't know, like, questionable, like, behavior, you know? Towards their best friends. Especially when they're drunk. god
0: Oh, really? Like, very, like, homoerotic. Very much, like, like touchy. Out.
1: They love to get naked. They touch each other. Like, it's just, like, a thing.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I've definitely never heard that
1: oh yeah i mean maybe no in, in america
0: but no yeah <laughs> that would that's... definitely be like a totally different thing guys, I, I would think i don't know like... we're not we're not um heterosexual men so if you're out there let us know if that's what you like what do you guys do what is this is this like a thing like i don't know maybe it's some kind of like male thing that we just don't know we won't. We won't ever. I, know. Know. I mean,
1: I definitely would like. I know so many guys that tell their best friends, "I love you, man," and they kind of hug or like. And when drunk, yeah, they drop,
0: yeah, I see that hug but or like naked touching each other. I, I don't. I've never heard of that. Or oh, maybe yeah, I just guys love Maybe they would never vibe, tell like, me. I don't know. <laughs> like, the I boys guess.
1: do this thing, especially when they're like, like university boys, kind of for college or whatever, where they like get naked or like they and they just all like
0: kind of fratty fratty's uh, frats i kind of feel like this yeah they do that yeah, yeah yeah i was gonna feel like that's kind of homoerotic they would never admit it but it but it, it totally is yeah, it is yeah. really... It is really I know, guys, just, they
1: just do weird things that yeah, women I just will never do, you know? like
0: Yeah, it's just interesting. I mean, that's part of... Uh, yeah. I guess that's part of it. I mean, yeah, it's so... <laughs> yeah, frats are weird, too. Frats are super homoerotic, I, I think. I mean, how, no, I many, how many movies and, like, Abercrombie ads are all frat guys? It's always a bunch of like hot muscly guys all like living in a house together and it's always like okay I mean this seems like a gay porn set and that's cool but like it just feels, it just feels so it's not actually what it really is like when you go to school it's not like that at all (laughs) like definitely not like that or not like to the eye anyway not visually anyway it's not like an Abercrombie ad no. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Who <laughs> no knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah. Any other notes about uh this movie? No, not really. That's it for me. It's streamable. Uh I mean I had to rent it. So it's I mean me it too. sometimes you it's up. Yeah, sometimes it's up on like HBO or somewhere, but it wasn't right now. But I was like, we need to do this movie because I really like it. <laughs> it's really cool. So yeah, yeah. I'm stoked. So yeah, I mean, join us on Patreon. I don't know what we're going to be doing next week. Yeah, we said Pulp Fiction, right? Yes, just kidding. We are doing Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you reminded yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Pulp Fiction is coming out next week. So oh my god, I can't wait. Me, you, and Charles are going to do it because we're yeah, like, that's all cool. Tarantino fans. I gotta watch Kill Bill Volume 2. Oh, 2. you've never
1: seen it? No. Oh my god. I saw the first
0: one like kind of recently
1: okay you have to it's so yeah weird. yeah
0: i'm i'm like doing like writing slash like dog like trying to get work done and dog sitting and like watching stuff for the pod and stuff at the same time like all next week so yeah i have a lot of things to do so yeah it'll be fun That's crazy cool well cool. we'll see you all on the next one see
1: you bye